What should your food cost run and how do you determine it? Let's talk about that today. Welcome to the 10 Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Food costs will be one of the two top expenses you will have on your food truck. Determining your menu pricing is a function of your food cost. They go hand in hand. Sadly, there's a ton of misinformation on determining your food costs and then how to set menu prices in relationship to the food cost. Just the other day, I listened to a brand new podcast. Well, I listened about eight minutes worth of it. I turned it off when the host started talking about food cost, and within a couple of minutes, they had said a couple of very incorrect things because they were more focused on being funny and being entertaining than they were being focused on being informative. First thing they said was 33% food cost, three times cost. Well, they said that's the industry standard. It's not. It was in 1980. And how do I know? I was there. I was working in a restaurant in 1980. The chain that I worked for at the time had a goal for our food cost at, guess what, wasn't even 33%. It was a 32% food cost. That was the goal in 1980. As the minimum wage crept up faster than the inflation on food, guess what happened? Menu prices went up to compensate for the wage increases. And since the inflation on food wasn't keeping up, that drove food costs down because the menu prices went up without the cost going up. By the mid to late 80s, food cost goals hovered around 30%. Okay, so just in a handful of years, because of the increasing wages, we had lowered our food costs as a industry by about 2%. Now, hear what I'm saying. That was 43 years ago. The QSR industry, quick service restaurant industry, was at 30%. QSRs are the closest analog to a food truck. We are similar. As much as some owners don't like to admit it and they want to put down fast food and McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's and blah, 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 they all suck. The fact remains we operate in a very similar manner. So you might as well just live up to the standards and own it because that's what we are. We are quick service. They followed up that 33% food cost with a statement saying that three times cost actually gives you a 30% food cost. Well, math doesn't work that way. Three times cost yields a 33% food cost. It always has, it always will. Product costs you $2. You multiply that times three, that gives you six. You take the $2 and divide it by six and you get 33%. You actually get 33.33 and it's a repeating three. You don't get 30%. That's how the math works. They made jokes about not understanding or even knowing what kind of math they needed to do. And I can say from experience, not understanding basic math means you are going to be struggling the entire time you own a food truck. You certainly do not have to be able to do complex math formulas in your head, but you do have to know the basics and how to use a calculator and what the formulas are that are pertinent to our business. Because if you have to depend upon the honesty of other people to control your books and to control your cash, you're going to go out of business because you made it too easy for them to steal from you. Because you're already admitting you don't understand how the business works. And I can tell you from experience, it is very easy to be ripped off in that manner. 
So I turned off the recording because I didn't want to hear any more nonsense about their faulty math and what they were doing. And I thought, I'll go ahead and make you guys a recording so you understand what your food cost should be and how you determine it. I recommend your overall food cost should be 25%, which in simple terms means you take the cost of your product times four. That will yield you a 25% food cost. And I make that recommendation for a couple of reasons. First, the goal at the major QSR restaurants right now is running 25 to 28%. That, my friends, is the industry standard. And I can even tell you which restaurants are running what because I stay in constant contact with what's going on in our industry. Now, if you're at that industry standard, that will put your profit potential and your menu prices on par with the competitors. You put a little bit of work into controlling your food costs, you're going to make really good profit, which takes us to the second reason. I know from experience working with new food truck owners, they're going to run six to eight percent higher than what the recipe cost says. You see, the recipe cost is paperwork related. That's what you sit down at the kitchen table and we're trying to figure out before you ever opened up your food truck, before you ever priced your first menu item. You sat down and worked out how much it cost you. Once we get into real life, though, and start doing prep with real food, we're going to lose product through just poor prep procedures. Waste becomes an issue. If we don't ring something up or we give something away or we have to remake food. We have a cashier that gives away food to their friends. We misportion. We overportion. We burn. We drop food. We make mistakes. All of those things eat away at your profitability. Every single one of them. So wouldn't you rather be starting at a 75% gross profit, which is a 25% food cost, take that away and it leaves you 75% gross profit. And wouldn't you rather be there when you start to have all those things eat away at your profitability than be at 67% gross profit, which is 33% minus 100. And if you're struggling to answer that question, you want to be at 75% gross profit. You want 25% food cost. The answer is yes. So start at 25% food cost as a goal, because I know you're not going to hit it anyway. From a control standpoint, you'll never hit 25% when your purchases exceed 25% of your sales. Too much food on hand creates an abundance mentality. An abundance mentality does not look to save because there's plenty. Oh, we can drop it on the floor. No big deal. I got plenty. While if you're in scarcity mode, every little portion has got to be perfect. And even though it seems negative to be in scarcity mentality, it does help you with your profitability because you don't want to waste anything because you don't have it to waste. You don't want to overportion it because if you do, you're going to run out. So now all of a sudden your focus is on how do I stretch the food and still hit the portions rather than, oh, I got plenty. Doesn't matter if I'm a little bit over. How you achieve a 25% food cost not only requires that you only spend 25% of your sales on food costs. So you got to think ahead. You got to look at trends from history. And that way you can reasonably forecast what's coming up in the future. And it doesn't matter how long that sales period is, whether it's a day, couple days a week. You want to shop for exactly the amount of food that you need to get through that prediction period. Again, a day, a couple days a week. So if you're planning on doing something like, let's do $2,000 a day, that means you would only shop for how much? $500. That's 25% of $2,000. $500 in food at most. But you can't go out and buy $500. Do you know why? Because you should have food sitting on the food truck right now. There's going to be something that's left over. It might be a half of a gallon of mayonnaise. It might be a whole bunch of canned sodas or bagged chips. That's food sitting on your shelves. So you don't need to shop for $500 worth of food. You need to shop for 500 less the amount of food you got sitting on your food truck. And you want to get as close 
as you possibly can to that number. So if you do that projection of $2,000 and say, I need $500 worth of food, and you walk around the trailer and find out that you have $200 left, you're only going to shop for $300. And again, get it as close as you can. I do realize that some things you're going to buy in bulk that will last longer than your sales projection period. You might buy a case of chips and it'll last you two days. That's all right. At least you understand where the money is. And then you make up for it the next day because you'll have chips left over and don't need to buy chips that day. So you should fall less than whatever the amount is. You want to double check yourself and it takes time and I understand that. But you got to physically count your food. You're going to have to track your expenditures and subtract the carryover from the inventory to determine your actual food cost. It doesn't matter what you figured while you're in the planning stages. What matters is what you're doing with real food in real time. So here's the formula to figure out your food cost in real time. You're going to take the opening food and paper inventory dollars. And that gets added to all of the food and paper inventory purchases. This number is called total available for sales. Next, take the count of your inventory that's on hand and turn that into a dollar amount. So you're walking around the food truck and counting the number of hamburger patties, the number of buns, and the number of heads of lettuce, the number of gallons of mayonnaise, and turning that into a dollar amount. Then you're going to subtract your ending inventory total from what was available for sale. That result is your actual food cost. And then to turn that into a percentage, you take that dollar amount and divide it by the sales. So if you're doing it for a week, you would do it weekly. If you're doing it for a day, you would take the daily sales. This should give you your food cost percentage. So to know if you're doing good or bad on food costs, we got to know one more number. And that's not your recipe cost. Because remember, that's perfection. We want to see in reality what you're doing. So the number that we need is the theoretical food cost that's based on your sales mix. And I know that can be confusing. What am I talking about? Sales mix and theoretical food cost. Recipe food cost is pay-for-work related. There's nothing real about it. You just sat down, worked out the cost, worked out the portions, and here's a number and you're never going to hit perfection. So an example would be if all the ingredients added together for your product was $2.50 times 4, that means your menu price is $10. And that would give you that 25% recipe cost. So if you sell a 14-cent bottle of water for $2, that's a 7% food cost. So you have a product that you're selling at a 25% food cost, and then you have a product that you're selling at a 7% food cost. So if you sell equal amounts of both those products, that gives you a 22% overall food cost. But that's not how theoretical works, because theoretical is based on what you really did sell, not if you sell. So theoretical food cost takes your sales mix into account. A sales mix would be the relative number of hamburgers to waters to bags of chips to desserts and so on. So it's a the number of products sold specifically. So a sales mix just gives you that specific number for everything on your menu. So if you sold 1,000 burgers, but only 100 waters, that is your sales mix. 1,000 burgers to 100 waters. Now the theoretical food cost on that would be, if portioned everything perfectly, would be a 24.65% food cost. Now if you remember, I said you would have a 22% food cost if you sold equal amount of water to hamburger. So that's a 2.6% difference from when you were selling equal amounts. Food costs went up because the sales mix is different. So let's look at it the other way. What if the products flipped and you sold a thousand waters but only a hundred burgers? You now have a 13% food cost. That's how sales mix impacts your food cost. On a week-to-week -week basis, a great food truck owner compares the theoretical 
to the actual food cost. The closer the actual food cost is to the theoretical, the better. The gap in those two numbers highlights how good or how bad the team is handling your inventory. Now, I'll give you a goal. If you can compute your theoretical food cost, your actual food cost should be within a half a percent of that plus whatever your waste is. You have to account for your waste and you have to track your waste. So if you have, but if your waste is 0.4 and your difference, the gap between the theoretical and the actual food cost is 2%, you've got a problem. You've got a portioning problem. You have a theft problem. You have an unaccounted for waste problem but you have a problem. My friends, math is needed in this business. You certainly don't have to be a rocket scientist to run a food truck, but you do need to understand the basics. Otherwise, you're just going to be in for an extremely frustrating ride. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow, because you know I got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.